Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of Walk On Radio and Hump. The regular season is finally over. We've been on this long journey with Sam Houston State football, and of course, we have to start it off with our game against Incarnate Word. Humphreys, we did it. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about how excited we were, and uh, we had to finish off on a high note. One of the best offenses in the FCS, a quarterback that has won the Freshman of the Year for the Southland Conference in the award for the or in the running for the Jerry Rice Award. We've talked about it. We're gonna get into that later. But talk to me about the UIW game, the Incarnate Word game, and uh, tell me uh, how we did and how it was. Well, Dalton, you know you mentioned six and zero, perfect, perfect regular season. Little little round of applause for us. That's big time. I mean, that's obviously. Coming into a season, your goal is to win every game, and uh, we did just that. And in a year like this, with with so many, you know, with so many things going against us outside of just the game of football, I think that it's just it's really special, and it speaks it speaks volumes of what this group is uh, was able to do. And, and it's something that for the rest of our lives that you know we'll, we'll have that bond and that brotherhood from this season. And as you know. We're gonna get some rings here here in a couple months, and I hope I hope that our ring is bigger uh, after after it's all said and done. But Southland Conference champs uh, going out on top, you know we're we're moving to the WAC, and so getting that last Southland Conference championship is is pretty special. Yeah, our defense, man, our defense is oh, really wow. good. It was really a true testament to them. They they came out swinging, didn't run the ball a lot, a lot of throwing around, but uh, our DBs and our front five getting to the quarterback. It's a really good game for us. We, we kind of showed ourselves what we can do rolling into the playoffs. We have a big game coming up the first round. We're going to talk about a, a lot of bracket stuff. This is all FCS playoffs, but uh, Humph, I want you to talk about we had a little fun thing we got to do on Sunday, and that was the selection show. Oh, man. Like you said, 6-0 in the conference. So uh, talk about the selection show, how it was for you as a player, and uh, you know where did we end up? The, the little, everybody knows, but for people that don't know, where did we end up? Well, first off, the selection show, it was very it was very professionally done by ESPN. I, I thought that that was awesome. And, and you know, as a kid, and, and I'm, I'm a huge sports guy, so I've always watched the selection show, whether it be March Madness, whether it be college football playoff, and I've actually watched the FCS selection show before, but this is the first time I've ever been a part of it. Uh, and it was awesome. I mean, it was, you know, they had the camera going. I actually saw myself on ESPN, you know, clapping, being excited about who we found out, who we're playing, all that. And it was, it was just really special, Dalton. It was something that, that I'll remember, uh, forever. I was, uh, you know, I applaud, I applaud the coaching staff for, you know, making it a big deal. And, and it is a big deal. And, 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 you know, to be a part of this playoffs, this, this, uh, 16 team field is really special. You know, kudos to all 16 teams involved, but it was definitely different not being a team on the bubble. You know, we I wasn't nervous going into it. Uh, I, I was more excited because we knew, you know, we knew with a perfect season we were going to be one of the top four seeds. But I think we were all a little surprised when uh, they revealed that we were number two uh, in the country. And, and the significance in being number two is that we don't have to leave? We don't have to leave Bowers until uh, the national championship. We don't have to leave Texas. We don't have to leave the state of Texas. And uh, that, I mean, that's that's pretty big time. That's that's big time. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I growing up, I didn't really know what FCS football was. Of course, uh, you kind of got to learn and get into it. So I didn't really know about selection shows. I watched March Madness as a kid, and I thought it was really fun to see the selection shows. And uh, you know, FBS is a little different with the F- at first BCS. It was the two teams. They became four. So I really wasn't accustomed to it. Like I said, uh, even overall, I haven't been on a winning team, so I didn't really know what this all was. So getting to do the selection show was really fun. Seeing our name up there and uh, getting the home field advantage. I know Cats fans on Twitter kind of gave a quote for me that I really liked it. <laughs> Um, we're sleeping in our own beds, and oh, that's big time. Man. We were just talking about it before the show. 
Um, it'd be pretty cool if Huntsville was a 90-degree game, you know, all humanity. Oh, yeah. Just to show any what Texas is about. Any advantage that Sam Houston State can get from, from being at home, I'm in. Yeah, but the cool thing is, like you said, we're not leaving Texas if we go all the way, but you got to win the first one. Absolutely. And, man, we have a big one up ahead. Monmouth, we've been talking about them, the Fighting Coach Archers. They've yep. been in our pick em. The They've only played three games, but, wow, what a good team they and are. We, and, and you and I, you know, Kennesaw was ranked higher than them, and you and I – and we joke about this because I thought that it was such a hot take, but you ended up picking them as well, and they embarrassed Kennesaw. Yeah. So we we obviously see the talent that Monmouth is definitely capable of. So, of course, Humph, give me a little rundown of this game. Monmouth, strong, strong running game, a really good d- defense, disciplined defense versus this Sam team that has a lot to prove. So give me your rundown. Well, uh, again, we just talked about Monmouth beating Kennesaw. I think Kennesaw, the last you know five or so years, has made the playoffs, and so that's that's great competition. I don't think their conference is is really all that much to talk about. You know, this spring, uh, a couple of their teams in the Big South opted out. Uh, so Monmouth only played three games this year. So a little bit smaller sample size, you know, compared to Sam Houston's six games. But Monmouth, you know, they did what they had to do. They, they beat their three opponents very handily. Uh, and I think, you know, if you're looking at it from a number standpoint, uh, in a bracket, you know, usually the two seed would play – um, essentially the 15th best team in the in the tournament, I don't think that's the case here. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of factors that go into making the bracket, geography, you know, sending this team there, blah, blah, blah. I think Monmouth is good. And I think, I, you know, I, absolutely, when you, when you talk about, you know, you, you can't look ahead. Uh, Coach Keeler, you know, he preached to us about, you know, he doesn't care about the bracket. The bracket is for, for your moms and your girlfriends and your, and your parents and all that. He's exactly right. It's it's a one game season, uh, and I think that's going to be the theme all week. Is that it's a one game season. You know, today at practice, he was honest about Sunday, either Sam Houston State or Monmouth is is putting the equipment up. They're turning the pads, they're turning the helmets in, and he's exactly right. I mean, I know it sounds simple, but after Saturday, there's only eight teams left in the country. Only eight teams left in the country that can win the national championship. So that's pretty special. Uh, but you got to take everybody seriously, and, and I, I definitely think that Monmouth is legit. But Sam Houston State's legit, and 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 we've showed that, and and people believe that, obviously because we're the number two team in the country. But it's going to be a battle. Uh, I hope Bowers is rocking as as COVID friendly as that uh, is possible, uh, and I think it will be. It's an 11 a.m. start, which is a little weird, but. But I think it helps that we just played an 11 a.m. game, so it's nothing new to us. And and like you said, Dalton. The night before, we get to sleep in our own beds. We get to do our own routines. You know, there's no plane ride. There's no driving from the airport. There's no walkthrough in a hotel lobby. We get to do what we've done at home, what Sam Houston's comfortable with. And uh, and I'm excited, Dalton. Nonetheless, I am I'm really excited for this opportunity. Obviously, this is probably the biggest game in a lot of our lives, but definitely you and I's lives. Yeah, definitely a big game. And talking about Monmouth. And a really good team. And you talk about travel, man. New Jersey's far from Huntsville, Texas. Oh, yeah. So they got themselves a, a nice little plane ride. But you talked about the three games. And I think there's a disadvantage of that. But there also could be an advantage. You know, you've seen Sam Houston and, and the things we've had. We've kind of been beat up. It's been a long season. We've been we've been training for a long time. A long season ahead of us. They've only played three games. So despite, you know, maybe they don't have the kinks out, they still have a lot of healthy players, a full team. Oh, yeah. And uh, being Sam Houston, playing at home, being the two seed, target on our back. So this playoff game is big. You don't want to miss uh, discredit this team. Going to be a really fun game, a really good one. How about uh, how about Sam Houston State career, thirteen and zero at home in the playoffs? Oh yeah, a that's a lot on the line. I mean, that's crazy. And, and, and how he, about how about Coach Keeler, twenty seven and zero at home in and, the playoffs? And we saw it a couple years ago. It was our first year, North Dakota. They came into Sam Houston. We had a, a home winning streak. And they wanted to beat it. They wanted that streak. They celebrated like it was their Super Bowl. And, of course, playoffs is a lot bigger. But breaking a 13-0 streak, a 27-0 streak, yep. it's going to be That'd big be time. Monmouth wants it, but we want it. And, uh, of course, we're not going to pick this game. I say it every week. You know we're going with Sam Houston. It's going to be a big one. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Trying to go for the national championship, but you can't look past the first game. Big one ahead of you us. You can't win them all. Unless you win the first seven. Ooh, you know what I mean? Put it on a t-shirt. Oh, walk on radio. Yep. Now, you know, back to Sam Houston, we got to brag a little bit. 
The all-conference came out today, yep. the South and all-conference. Yep. This is our last one before we and, move on uh, to that election. Sam Houston dominated. Wow. Dominated. 22 players a part of the all-conference team. Yeah, we had uh, the, we also had the player of the year. Player of the year, Eric Schmidt. We have some something to get off our chest with Eric Schmidt oh, right got after some, this. We've got some beef to get off our chest. Coach Keeler was coach of the year. Yep. He's also nominated for the coach of the, of the year in FCS football. Yep. We had a, a bunch of defensive players. Oh, pretty Jaque- much all. Jaquez Ezzard, newcomer new of the year. year. Yep. He was punt returner and receiver. Oh, uh, he, had, he, had a, he had a nice award day, Matt Lee, and did, rightfully so. Pretty uh, much. Another, I have I have more uh, more beef to get off my chest oh, around oh him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But in, in the all-conference, we had pretty much the whole D-line. Yep. Whether it was first, second, or third, Jahari K. He is nominated for the Buck Buchanan Award. Yep. That's a big one. He's had such Great a breakout year. year. Great year. And uh, shout out to one of our guests, Isaac Schley, yep. second team all conference tight end. That's big time. Uh, we had him on the show for training camp. Shout out to freshman walk on kicker Seth Morgan, first team all conference kicker. Oh yeah, and you have a you have a little name for your little specialist group there. Oh uh, yeah, we we've coined ourselves the Legion of Smooth, uh, which is a, which is you know I would say put it on a t shirt, but we already did. Oh yeah, uh, we we've got t shirts. You know, a little holder of the year action. Noah Caldwell with the uh, the long snapping duties, but makes it easy when uh, your kicker is is pretty automatic. And the thing with the kicker too is the holder. Now, if you remember last year, you were you were in the running for the the yep. holder of the year, and it seems to it's come been, down been, to it's, stats. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I, I was gonna. Sorry, I interrupted you, but you know, last year I was definitely the best uh, celebrator and uh, social media personality in the country. And I think I got beat out because of our kicking woes. And, wow. and and no and no, you know, I don't want to say any names, but we didn't kick well last year. We just didn't. And that is definitely not the case this year. So the celebration may and the social media may not be there, but it, you still do a great job promoting I let, your group. I let the stats and the winning speak for itself this year. I really I like need, the, I didn't need the antics. You always seem to mention Seth Morgan. Even if he's not mentioned, you bring it up. He's a freshman and what he's doing. So the stats are there. The holding's there. Maybe it's time. Maybe it might be you could Tom. be a sleeper. It might be time. Get that award. You know, we know the Humphreys' luck is there. But uh, it was really cool. A lot of all-conference names. Uh, we're going to keep it going in the fall. Hopefully have another season in the WAC-tion. The WAC-A-Sun Challenge. Yes. Big, big season. But, you know, that's ahead of us. Dalton, how weird was it? Did And, it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that you know that this happened. But how weird was it that the Southland Conference decided to put out an all-fall team? Oh, Dalton. man. Come on now, brother. And I get it. Four teams. I don't get it. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Four teams played. Um, no conference games were played. Don't come at me with no, uh, well, SFA played Abilene Christian uh, and we took our shirt off. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a conference game. And so for them to have an all-fall team, I mean, I just <sighs> to play soft. To play it's devil's soft. advocate. It's they, soft. They still, most of them played a full season. Soft. Bailey Zappi deserves some credit. Most of them played a full season with half their games being Division Two opponents. UCA had a very tough schedule. Yes, and they went six and four or five and five. That is fair, but they still had the athletes and the players that did very well, that did their thing. They deserve some credit. Now, do I think they should? There should have been a fall all conference. No, because they showed that they didn't really care. And uh, you know, we're gonna talk about this later. They chose not to be a part of the conference championship. And they have, chose that. Have you heard no what other Montana fa- said too? No other factors except themselves taking themselves out. There, there are some teams and Montana included. I don't know if they're Southland teams that have been saying this, but they're saying the spring championship doesn't matter, and none of it matters. Doesn't that, count. That that coming from the opinion of someone who ch- chose to take themselves out, and that's what I'm saying. That's where I feel like they shouldn't have been recognized. But uh, you know, you can't take away the stats they had. Bailey Zappi had a great, great season. Uh, SFA had a lot of good players. UCA is still a team that wins all the time. We're going to see them in the Wack Ace Sun Challenge. It's going to be fun. But uh, how goofy do they feel right now, man? I know. SFA how goofy is, do they feel? SFA is hurting the most because you Sam. So? You know, we showed what we did six and zero, twenty two all conference. But listen, I think I think Central Arkansas is hurting the most because let's be honest. I don't I don't know that SFA had a shot to be a national power this year. I mm-hmm. think they're up and coming. But Central Arkansas was like that. Man. I mean, they they they, they, they were last picked. year. They were picked to win the Southland. Them, them and Nichols. We weren't even in the picture no. yet. Yeah, but we okay. If you remember correctly, it was Central, Sam, and Nichols in the fall, and then in the spring, Nichols just randomly when when Central Arkansas jumped out, Nichols jumped Sam Houston in the preseason mm-hmm. polls, which obviously that came back to bite them. But 
you know, nonetheless, Central Arkansas missed out. Well, nonetheless, Sam Houston, 22 all-conference players. Well, you say nonetheless. That <laughs> <laughs> We did our thing, but, you know, I said it last week. It got put on Twitter, Cats fans again. I think we ain't done yet. I think huh? we ain't done we yet. We still got That's kind of been the team, and, and I'm giving you credit because you're the one that brought it up, but I've seen a lot of Twitter stuff about how uh, we ain't done oh, yet. Oh, yeah. And, and we ain't done we yet. We ain't done yet. We still got a, a long road to go. I hope we have I hope we have four more games. Four more games, then the Whack A Sun Challenge. And it, it's crazy that, you know, Jacksonville State's in the playoff. Yep. Whack A Sun Challenge. Yep. We're going to be playing them next oh, year. Yeah. Northern Arizona. Oh, aren't they? Next fall, the schedule is the Northern, real deal. Northern Arizona's have some really good games. You know, Jacksonville State, UCA. Dalton. Okay. Another team that's on our schedule. Oh. Did you see their schedule? You talking Dixie State? Dixie State. I mean, I mean that's that is that's the toughest schedule in the history of schedules. How many games do they win? Well, first of all, let me pull it up. Let me let me let's just go through it. Let's go through it. Sacramento State. Loss. 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 Weber State, big Ooh, loss. Well, Weber State has been winning. Uh, okay, but they're they're a national power. They're they're about to be a, a contender and in this playoffs. Sacramento State didn't play. They opted ready out. Ready to roll. They're gonna be ready to roll. Oh, first game. They're zero two. Then you got UC Davis. Big loss. Loss. That's a loss. South Dakota State. Loss. Mega loss. So you're zero four at this point. Uh, Montana. <laughs> loss. Big loss. You're zero five. Tarleton State, they beat them this this spring. So interesting game. It, yep, that's going to be a contender game. Stephen F. Austin probably lost, but they can maybe compete yeah. in that one. Uh, then they travel to Delaware. Oh, big loss. Big loss. Um, and, depend, and also, these teams are in the playoff. Depending how their season goes, could be very angry. Yeah. Could want a lot of revenge. And Dixie State is the punching bag. We're not done yet. Sam Houston State. They go to Huntsville. Sam Houston State. Mm. Loss. I know we're not picking Sam Houston games, but that's a loss. <laughs> Hope that doesn't come back to bite me in, in six or seven months. Then they got Fort Lewis. I'll go win there. Okay, I'll okay. go win there. And then they end it with another playoff team, Missouri State. Oh, my God. What now, a schedule. Now. What a schedule. What if Dixie State makes this run and beats all – is this the greatest FCS team we've ever seen? If they go undefeated if and win If they went undefeated in that schedule, uh, move over North Dakota State – it's Dixie State dynasty. We want time. Alabama. We, yeah, I mean, no, we're forget the D two to FCS jump. We're going from D two to the NFL. <laughs> and I know that, like you know, we we look at our schedule in the future. We're like, oh man, you know, some teams they look hard, but these teams look good. They looked at that schedule and probably cried, dude. I mean, I get that they're trying to do the whole transition thing, but talk about player morale. Oh. I mean, they're like legit. They're going into that season going, dang. I really hope we win three games. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, like I said, they get those first two, three wins, a lot of juice. Oh, yeah. Team's got oh, a lot yeah. of juice. Couldn't make a good run. But uh, all that stops in Bower Stadium, of course. How cool would it be for us uh, in a couple years to go up to uh, Utah to oh. visit Dixie State? Be That's fun. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I like our new our new travel. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna bring some cool experiences. Yeah, and I think too with the WAC, you know, WAC A Sun Challenge and the WAC by itself, a lot of non conference games that could be decided. Yep. And uh, you know, we're not big on the the pay teams where we go to FBS and play those teams, but still could happen. We uh we could. We are going to A and M in in not next station. fall, but the fall after. Who are we gonna pick? You know we gotta go with the Bearcats. I'm picking the Bearcats. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> playing them or playing Rice. So a lot of cool opportunities to play FBS, and uh, hopefully the WAC will get us out there more. And you know, you know, even winning the conference championship, maybe teams are like, oh, we don't want to play them. We want an easy win uh, in the beginning. But hopefully this makes a challenge. Maybe people want to say, hey, we want to play Sam Houston State. They are a good team. Let's challenge ourselves a little bit. Hey, so I was gonna tell you. Um, Talking about the WAC, so I, uh, so I'm the uh, student athlete president here at Sam Houston. So I have I have responsibilities with the Southland Conference. Well, we're transitioning out of that, so now I have responsibilities with the WAC. Okay, had a conference call the other night with some uh, WAC officials and other WAC student athletes, and uh, the WAC higher ups, they were fired up that we won the Southland Conference. Ooh. They were fired up, and they and he ended the call with. We'd sure love to see Sam Houston State win a national title. And I was oh. like, I bet y'all would. <laughs> you know, speak, speaking of the whack and you saying how happy they were, man, because, you know, the rumor spread, the birds talk that the Southland and us had a little bit of a bad breakup, yep. you know, bad ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. How mad are they now? Oh, We yeah. have a ring. 6-0. and We beat all the teams that are staying in the Southland. Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to say anything, but... 
you could you could sense a little bit of awkwardness when the trophy was being handed mm. to Coach Keeler yeah. uh, on our field. It was a little awkward. It felt it felt really good winning the Southland for the last time, but uh, it's about that time for some waxing. Waxing A Sun Challenge, but that's later. We're, we still got a lot to go. We ain't done yet. Before we get into scores and pickums, we got to talk awards because we've been <sighs> we've been talking about it for a while. We had Josh on the show. How long Josh is this? Christian. How long is this episode can be? Because yeah. I got a lot to say. So let's start off. Let's start off with the with the easy ones. Coach of the year. A lot of a lot of coaches' names in there. Uh, Coach Q is in there. Yep. But let's be real. And I love Coach Q. Oh, I no. think he should win it. Oh yeah, but, but the obvious pick. I'll let you oh, say it. My key deck. Oh yeah, Virginia oh, yeah. Military Institute. They got a big game. First playoff appearance ever. Tough one. They were picked like eighth in the conference. He's going to win it. He now, should win it. Are they going to win the first round of the playoffs? We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll <laughs> By key desk, but, you know, hopefully, you know, if it's Coach Keeler, he's going to be very happy. He's yep. our head coach. But, uh, you know, I got to vote for my key debts. The next one, the Jerry Rice Award. A lot of good names. I think we kind of, we still thinking it's uh, Cameron Ward, <sighs> Incarnate Word. Now, hold on just a minute. Uh-oh. South Dakota State quarterback. I think it's what's Mark Mark Gronkowski, mm-hmm. Mark Gronowski or something like that. Number one, number one team in the country going into the playoffs as a freshman quarterback is a pretty big task to ask, and he did just beat North Dakota State at North Dakota State. So, no, uh, I mean, it's, it's a two, it's it's a two two horse race. I think. Does a playoff run affect? Will the award be announced before? So I it's I, I believe that the award is now announced later, but I do not. No, the playoff the playoffs can't count because not be everyone unfair. well not everyone's in the playoffs that isn't a finalist. So I believe that they've already voted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think the finalists are more for just show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I would say that the vote's probably already done. That's okay. probably a Criswell question. Yeah, uh, but that that would be my guess. And I think that'd be unfair too because like we said, Cameron Ward had the such Heisman. A great year. The Heisman they don't the Heisman's before the playoffs. Yeah. So. But uh, a lot of good names, and next one up, uh, the Buck Buchanan. Now, yep. Josh Criswell was talking Presbyterian linebacker, 98-99 tackles. Transfer portal. Oh. Uh, I know. But I, know. I hate still that. Still had a great year. Yeah, great year. Jahari K, Sam Houston State, Man, great player. what a breakout player. A lot of good names out there, the Buck Buchanan, but the main event, yep. the pain. Yep. The Walter Payton, uh, and we always said a lot of good names, Eric Berrier, but Eric Schmid, who, we, who everyone thought. The whole world thought this. Josh Criswell was saying he's probably it's probably between the two Eric's. We were confident. Maybe and maybe it was your plague that did something. No, nah, Eric, Eric Schmidt, not a one of the eighteen finalists. I'm gonna let you go ahead. I mean I that, that is that is I'm shocked. And as much as much uh, as much backlash as I've seen on social media regarding that, I'm. Surprised, uh, you know. It seems that people are very confused. You know, maybe it was a deal. And like, here's the thing, Dalton. You can't sit here and say, "Ah, oh, well, they didn't know about him." Sam Houston State is has been a top five team all season. Sam Houston State has had a top five offense all season. And so, I think being the starting quarterback alone, regardless of what your stats are, if you're the catalyst of a top five team and a top five offense, you should probably be inc- included in an eighteen. You know, finalist list for offensive player of the year, but then factor in that he is top five in yards, touchdowns, yards per game, yards per completion, uh, passing passing efficiency. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, the only the only negative I, I guess you can consider is he had he's had a few interceptions, but he's still right. top five in everything. Yeah, and, and another oh, name, and and he's and he's got like five or six rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's because he had less attempts, but less attempts still has as many yards as people. But another name. Okay, it's not his fault that Sam Houston's been blowing teams out all I year. I know. But Jaquez Ezzard. Jaquez Ezzard is averaging 36 yards a catch, which is insane. Now, And his yards per game is is lower because he stepped foot on the field the one game he didn't play in. He, he played one play and then didn't finish out the game. Well, that technically hurts his yards per game average, which would been would have been number one. Well, I, I don't know what to say about that. He has like twenty catches for like eight touchdowns or something, or seven touchdowns. I mean, and punt returning. I mean, he's 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 like the second. He's like second in the country in punt returns, and he has a touchdown. Even even if they didn't win and if they gave the Eric Berry a fine, whatever. We, we we talked about them possibly being the top two, but the fact that out of eighteen. He still wasn't even nominated. Is insane. That's what I was gonna say. If there were three finalists, okay, that's. I mean, that's really hard to do. Top three. I have no words for this big of a list. 
that doesn't have Eric Schmidt and Jaquez Ezard on it. Yeah, Eric Schmidt, the Southland Conference Player of the Year, which there's some names. Which there's a there's a Southland Conference quarterback that's on the that's on the Walter Payton watch list, and we can't take. We, he's no, a great quarterback, and he deserves it. He's very well deserving to be on this list. But he wasn't he was the, the top three of our in our Walter Payton. No finals, doubt, it was Eric Berrier, Eric Schmidt, and Cole Kelly. Cole Kelly. But and he wasn't even the best quarterback in his conference. Man, Humph, is there is there a conspiracy going on? I have no idea. Uh, but that, I mean, and almost, I don't want to take away from anything on this list. Whoever wins, whatever, they're they're deserving. But it almost, it almost to me, makes it lose some credibility that Eric Schmidt is not not a part of the list. But hey, that gives uh, Eric a little chip on his shoulder. It gives him the whole bag of chips. Gonna be on red his hot in a big game against Monmouth. Uh, this will be his chance to show everybody what he's about. He like he's done all season long. Southland Conference Player of the Year, Jaquez, Newcomer of the Year, great duo. But uh, we ain't done yet. We got some more games to win. Oh yeah. Uh, but we got to start with Monmouth. Big game ahead. Now, Humph, this is your time. Before we get into the scores, before we do our pick 'em, I just want you to talk to me about the bracket as a whole. What are some some matchups that were surprising? There was a little bit of a the back half of this bracket is is insane. Oh yeah. There's a lot of really cool. We're gonna talk. We're only talking first round. Because like we've we've been preaching to this whole episode, it doesn't matter to you win the first one. So listen, we're only talking first round. But uh, talk to me, what's going on? Some surprises for you. You can talk about the rankings. How Sam Houston number two, surprising pick in number four. Didn't see that one coming. Tom, so, here's your time. You've had your free agency. You had your free uh, uh, fantasy football. It's your bracket time. Go ahead, Humph. Talk to the people. Well, I, and I think uh, I think I want to start with with your comment. You said that the fourth seed was a huge surprise. You and I predicted that South Dakota State would be number one after they beat North Dakota State. We were correct. Uh, we actually thought the committee would put James Madison number two just because of how high they've been all year. You know, they got the win against Richmond this week. Big win for them. But they actually put Sam Houston State number two. And I don't disagree with that just based off based off of our resume. A lot of angry Duke fans. Tons of angry Duke fans, for sure. But James Madison's number three uh, going into the tournament. That's awesome. But number four. Something that we did not even—I don't even think it was mentioned between us. No, you know, we've we threw out Weber. We picked Weber to be mm-hmm. four. We threw out Weber. We said Delaware had a shot. We Possible said, North Dakota State could fall in that four. Yep. Uh, even North Dakota had been mentioned, but Jacksonville State wow. takes the prize as the number four team in the country going into the playoffs. And props to them. You know they had the FBS win, and maybe that was it. Maybe their fall resume really pushed them over the top. You know how I feel about that. I don't think teams are the same as they were in the fall as they are in the spring, but because they had, are they the ones with nine nine wins overall? Yes, that's correct. They have they have nine wins, uh, and they had an FBS win in the fall. So that's uh, I mean that's legit. That's the real deal. But I was definitely surprised. Uh, another another big surprise that I had in. Uh, in this tournament is uh, the Salukis Ooh, getting in. The zoo. The we Salukis got getting in. Very happy. You speak about the zoo, and I, I think that I think that your spiders might have gotten the shaft. Man, you know they 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 had a four and one season. Their only loss was against the number one team in the country, James Madison. But the Salukis, you know, and and it really boils down to was was Southern Illinois versus Southeastern Louisiana a playoff game? You have to figure that it was. But let me ask you this too. Does the Saluki win over North Dakota State? Huge. How powerful is that? Do you think if they a, a complete deciding factor. If they lose that game against North Dakota State and still beat Sela, do you think they no. still get in? No. No, they don't get in. They don't get in. Uh I think that I think well, and just, you know, a lot of things had to transpire to get to that point, but I think if Sela would have won that game, they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, it, I mean, SIU won that game, and they were in, and they have three losses. Yeah. Uh, so little, there was a lot of backlash about the Missouri Valley getting five teams in a 16-team field. But let me say this, Dalton. Let me let – me, I'm going to – I'm going to – and I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the, of the favorites. You know, I, I never have been. But let me say this. If there was a 16-team playoff in the FBS, okay – and there were five SEC teams. Would you question that? No. Would you question Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, and and A and M in a sixteen team field? Would you question that? Oh no, of course not. Because it's such a hard it's a hard conference. Every game matters. But uh, I, I understand if if that happens and there's a a North Carolina that has just as good of a season. Yep. Make, doesn't make the cut, but there's also you know history involved and there and there's the power of the conference. Just is what it is. 
But man, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of losses it in sucks. the Missouri Valley for that to happen. It sucks, but but I think I think I make a good point when I say if you if you did that relative to the FBS, you wouldn't question the SEC having by far the most teams. Yeah, Missouri State getting in, uh, we kind of saw it coming, but uh, uh, yeah, Missouri we'll State people, but yeah. uh, they got a big game coming. Well, up. and I think it was I think it was more of a question going into the final week, but. Pretty much every bubble team lost uh, in that last week of the season. So Missouri State going into Selection Sunday, I think, was a virtual lock. And man, how weird was it that North Dakota State was an at-large bid? I know, I know, really that's, weird. That's crazy. You want to hear a North Dakota State fun fact, Dalton? North Dakota State since 2011. Okay, they've won eight national titles. All right, during that run from 2011 to 2019, do you know how many away games that they've played? Other than the national championship being in Frisco, you know how many away games they played. Um, is it is it zero? Not one wow. single away game. Wow, that means that they have been a a high enough seed to have a home game or home field advantage throughout the playoffs for the last ten years. Well, they, that's unbelievable. They have a big big matchup this week, and they're home. And they're home. Surprise everybody. And yep. uh, we're not talking about future yet. A lot of things got to play out, but a uh, potentially big matchup next week yep. for them. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, North Dakota State versus Eastern Washington. Who? Wow, that's a that, that bottom is, half. Mom oh, yeah. versus Sam Houston. And a lot of people complaining. And like I said, we're not going to talk about the future. But South Dakota State might have an easy walk. And I'm fine. With, I'm fine with that. They're the number one seed. I think that's the way it should be. Uh, but I, I definitely think that there's probably a a prove it stamp on on Sam Houston being that two seed. You know, Sam Houston's given home field advantage, well deserved. But obviously, you know, people and and rightfully so. I don't. I think Sam Houston State's success in in deeper runs in the playoffs, it, it you know it hasn't been there. The success hasn't been there. History says it hasn't. And so, and so the nation, the nation wants to see Sam Houston do it. Now, South Dakota State, there's a team that, and of course, I keep saying it, you never know, but Delaware. Delaware's a team yep. you can't just look by. They are a strong team, and you know we might see a South Dakota State versus Delaware matchup. It's going to be a really fun matchup. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really interesting. It, it's, it looks a little bit easier than the bottom half, of course, but uh, they still got some big matchups they got to get through, and that's even if they win the first one. They still have a tough one. They still are playing Holy Cross, which, okay, you can never doubt a team out. Holy Cross, they still won their conference. So you never know. You never know what could happen. We've seen crazier things. But before we talk to Pickums and the playoffs, we got to talk about the games that mattered to get in there. A lot of really interesting matchups, starting off with Sela versus the Salukis, 48-55 in a shootout. Salukis get it done. They make it in. Sela, man, barely missed it. And, uh, you know, Humph, let me ask you. Could have there been or could there have been a way that even with a seal loss that they could have made it in or was that it? Nope, that was it. That that was their that would have been their third loss. Uh, I know I know that SIU had three losses, but the third loss and the final loss coming in the last week of the season, it just wasn't going to happen. Now, Sela, I think we talked about this last week. Sela next fall in the Southland, you know that's going to be a tough. They're going to be a tough team. Oh uh, yeah. If you had to pick right now, you know, knowing the Southland teams, and uh, you got the Nichols and the Selas and the Northwestern mm. States, which uh, we, you know, you can't sleep on. If you had to pick an early, early Southland Conference champ, who would you go with right now? No, and you know, Man. teams could change, transfer portal injuries, but right now with the teams we've seen, we've played, who would you take? That is tough. That's real tough. I think it is between. Nichols and Southeastern Louisiana, and, and I'm going to side with the Lions here. I'm going to go Southeastern Louisiana. If they can keep that core group on the offensive side of the ball, they're they're really going to be a tough a tough out for sure. Yeah, Nichols, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. McNeese is another team you can't yep. you can't. Uh, Cody Ogeron announced that he's coming back. Wow. Hey, hey, and they're playing against LSU the second week of the season. How Ooh. cool is that? Hopefully, his dad tells his players uh, to go easy on his son. Oh, you know he's not. He he wants yeah. to put it on him. Yeah. But, uh, the Southland Conference, the Louisiana Conference, going to be really interesting. Uh, of course, we'll be in the WAC Shin, the WAC A Sun Challenge. Uh, another score is the Key Debts. Woo! They got it done. They beat the Citadel. I know FCS Nation Radio is not happy, but drunk old corpses. But, man, uh, we talked about earlier, VMI's got a really big matchup ahead of them. Uh, will I make magic happen, Humph? I don't know yet. we got to think about it. Pickums are coming. The next matchup, Richmond versus James Madison. The Spiders, the Zoo. Couldn't do it. 23-6. Humph. How do you feel about James Madison? Are you on the bus yet? Do you believe in the Dukes? 
I'm shaking my head. I know you guys can't see me. Not yet. I don't know. I, I they've been there, done that. So it's not fair for me to say that. But I just uh, I think that they I think they got to show the nation some more to to really get the respect that they they think they deserve. Well, uh, they got a Twitter thinks they deserve it. Man, yeah. Wow. The FCS the FCS uh, world they love their Dukes. Oh yeah, the Dukes and their Bisons. The Maybe Dukes the and the Bisons. Not big on the Bearcat train, but we go get there. But we, we got I mean, it's no it's no different than the Tigers and the Crimson Tide. That's fair. In the FBS world, that's fair. Maybe are we are we the Tar Heels? No, we're think about it. If the Southland Conference is the Big Twelve, Sam Houston is is Oklahoma. Oh. The high flying, ranked high, not great playoff history. Ah, yeah, but we're gonna yeah. do it. We're gonna prove Nickel, it. Nichols hey, quarterback is you. unfortunately Nichols is Texas. Mm. Coming into the season, everyone's feeling good. <laughs> Let them down. And no playoffs for Nichols. Well, and uh, you said we're Oklahoma. A lot of good quarterbacks have come out of Oklahoma. Ooh. Sam Houston, Kyler Murray, Eric Schmidt. Spencer Rattler? No, <laughs> not in that category. Not in that category. And now the score is Presbyterian, and we keep talking about Presbyterian. The Blue Hose. Not, not in it, not in the playoffs, but uh, they beat Drake 28-24. to Presbyterian got a really good linebacker. The rapper? Drake? The rapper? Ooh, he's not, I'm not a rapper. Okay, no. The <laughs> <laughs> Presbyterian, not, man's got 98 tackles. He's a machine. In that is a, wow. He's probably going to end up winning the Buck Buchanan Award. Probably. But, uh, good for him. Transfer Portal, has he announced where he's going? He just no, entered. but he, he is out of Presbyterian already. FBS? Oh, it has to be. I mean, God, God, Lee. The Transfer Portal, uh, ooh, that's, that's, a, that's another episode topic. Oh, got your frustrations? Very big frustrations. We'll hold, we got a lot we'll, of off-season yeah, we'll, topics the, to talk about. Oh, we do have a lot of off-season. Uh, other scores, Northern Arizona, we keep talking about them because they keep Having really good games, they beat Idaho nineteen to nine. Idaho, oof, yeah. I didn't even see that. That's a yeah, good yeah. for them. Northern Arizona Idaho had a Idaho had an okay year. Yeah, but Northern Arizona first game. Yep. We're talking about traveling to Arizona. Yep. They're uh, they're going to be watching very closely this oh, playoff. Yeah. See oh, how yeah. we play. Uh, could be a fun matchup. Gardner Webb, Charleston Southern twenty to seven. Charleston Southern with the win. Gardner Webb got to rebuild. Those are two. Those are two of the two of the three teams that uh, Monmouth played this season. We talked about Garner Webb. Oh man, uh, we we pretty in the preview. We said maybe you know they haven't been successful in the past, but maybe we could see a little comeback. Not getting it done, but they're on their way, on the right track. And another team, Montana. Wow, Montana yeah. looks very strong. Oh, yeah. But Montana has been saying that this spring championship does not matter. Imaginary. If if ands and buts were candy and nuts, mm. we'd all have a merry Christmas, Dalton. But nevertheless, ooh, another one. Put nevertheless. On <laughs> They beat Portland State 48 to 7. Montana looks really good heading the fall. A lot oh, of teams. yeah. Still don't know how they got these games. A little weird. They opted out, but here they are playing. Whatever. They get the win. I don't know if you saw the jerseys, all white. That was really cool. They had some really cool hype videos with the bear and the snow. I did see that. I did see that. They're doing they, a good job. They had the there. prettiest stadium in the country. Oh, no doubt. Mounds over there? Yeah, I'd love to play a playoff well, game. I don't know. There. Jam- okay, let's talk about this real quick. Okay, JMU does have a really pretty stadium. Where would you rather play? Montana. Montana. Montana's number one. Over the Fargo Dome? Yes. A lot of history. Uh, yeah, but as far I mean, if you haven't seen Montana Stadium, look it up because you are, it's literally carved out of a mountain. Oh. I mean, it's unbelievable. Just imagine playing when the sun's going down. The snow's on the top, mountaintop. Ooh. Man, do we got to go to Montana or what? I think so. A little right. walk sign me up. road trip? Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Delaware, they get the win over Villanova. We, uh, we're really high on Delaware. They look really good. Uh, Man, what are Delaware's chances of making a good run, huh? I think Delaware's legit. Uh, I think Delaware is good enough to have been a top-four seed. I think that Delaware might be the best team in the CAA wow. over James Madison. Hot take. Uh, I mean, I, I think that they have the defense to to, to back that up, and, and I think they're scoring enough points to, again, back that up. So I think think the uh, think the old Blue Hens have a shot. Another team, Villanova, man. They're always really close man. in the running. Did you see the play? Did you see the oh, play? Oh, my goodness. I, that's, the, that's the best worst play I've ever seen in my life. Who's at the tight end, too? He, he, he rolls out, gets sacked, and, and just throws it behind his back over his head for a touchdown on, like, three-yard line. If yeah, you, before he even hit it, he was like – it was kind of like the Mahomes play where he was, like, parallel to the ground, just kind of tossing it. If Patrick Mahomes would have done that, the internet would have broken. It would have broken. You know, a little off topic, but did you see the little – 
the Twitter exchange between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. I did. It, it, it was a little joking, but maybe a, a, a little, little bit, shade. A little bit of shade. Well, because, you know, Brady was shade. If you didn't see it, the baseball is some baseball player for the Kansas City Royals. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a part owner of. Yeah, and he said he's wearing a Brady jersey. I assume that he probably lost a Super Bowl bet. That's my guess. Something he like he that. lost a Super Bowl bet, probably had to wear a Tom Brady jersey in batting practice. And he said, uh, I, I don't know specifically, but he said Mahomes is the best, yep. Mahomes is the GOAT. Yeah, Brady responds. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, because he's wearing a he's wearing a Buccaneers jersey. Mahomes responds. In twenty years, we'll see about that. Ooh. Wow. Obviously, respect uh, between the two, but you know, for Mahomes' legacy, I think that losing the Super Bowl to Tom Brady right there hurt. And man, speaking of NFL stuff, didn't even mention this. Forgot to mention this. We got a big thing coming up next week. We do. A big thing yeah. in the NFL world. We've been talking about this for a long I time. I know. I'm excited. The uh, the NFL draft yep. is here, yep. and uh, we're we're cooking up something special, something fun. A little competition between me and you. Yep. It'll be. Uh, do we want to tell them? We want to give them a little. I mean, it might as well. So next week, me and Dalton have decided as Walk On Radio, we will be completing a first round mock draft. Okay, but here's a little here's a little twist to it. Dalton will be the coach and the general manager of the odd teams, and myself will be the coach and general manager of the even teams. Mm. So mm-hmm. whenever he decides for sixteen of the NFL teams, whenever I decide for sixteen of the NFL teams is is how we see the uh, the first round going on Thursday night. And uh, I know how you are. A lot of spicy takes. You're gonna steal a lot of my picks, but uh oh I'm gonna make some good I ones. did I did I did assign you to the odd teams because you'll be making the Green Bay Packers pick. Mm. And I'll be making uh, I'll be making the Dallas Cowboys pick. I just want I, I might to... trade it away. You can do trades now. Oh, now you get it's got to be realistic though. I'm just saying, if you're talking about realistic, don't be mad when Kellen Maude is the uh, second quarterback. Get out of here! Get out of <laughs> here! And Sam Ellinger. This guy, this guy, this this would be the guy that didn't take Trevor Lawrence number one overall. Hey, oh, speaking of Trevor Lawrence too. I don't know if you saw his tweet. His little, he was, uh, you know, thanking Jacksonville oh, yeah. for donations. Yeah, he said, uh, "Can't wait to be in your organization." Pretty much. So. Uh, I, like I said, I think the second they got the number one pick, they were on the phone with Trevor Lawrence, and uh, they were asking him what size jersey and what number he wants to be. And man, uh, you're big on your Jaguars. Oh Got a little yeah, spicy take. baby, come on! But that's the draft. That's the NFL. We're still talking FCS playoffs, FCS football, and other scores. Holy Cross gets to win over Bucknell. Holy Cross. Patriot League? Patriot League champions? Patriot League champions. Ah, oof. But a tough, tough little bit there. Hey, man, I know they're happy to be there. Yeah, they're happy to be there. No, you never know what could happen. We've seen worse. We've seen crazy. The spring season has definitely uh, not been the uh, the best for for the the uh, the overdogs. Yeah, but uh, you never know. Maybe I'll sprinkle my magic in the pick'em. <laughs> give, it the, give it to the Holy Cross. Dalton, uh, you want to tell the people what's going on with the pick'em right now? Because oh. uh, if you guys don't know... Going into the playoffs in this FCS season, Old Hump and Dalton are tied for the pick'em, which is something that that Dalton, I don't think you've ever been tied before. I've never been winning for dang sure, <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm hoping after this week uh, I can I can lock that up. You know, I normally go with the crazy picks, see what the room is, the vibes. I've been on fire the last month. Though. I've been struggling. I've been, I've been on been, fire. I've been getting credit to teams that don't deserve credit. <laughs> you know, my zoo. I love my zoo, but at least, Lord, I got to be careful. Gonna have some good picks this time, though. I know. Uh, another score I wanted to throw out there: Southern. They beat Grambling forty-nine to seven. Now Grambling, normally the powerhouse. Dude, they had an awful spring. Oh my goodness! But Southern. Yeah, well, a spring, there was a lot spring. of talk about Southern being an at-large bid in the in the FCS playoffs. My guess is that they probably told the committee that they don't want to participate in the playoffs. But as far as their resume goes, they were they were definitely in the conversation. Yeah, it would have been really fun. The MEAC, man, it's really a shame. This was their one chance to get into the playoffs. You know, couldn't couldn't get all the teams they wanted. Maybe in the future, maybe in the future we'll see that. Oh, so and uh, you know, talking about with the HBCUs, I really think with Deion Sanders, Jackson State, getting yep. more attention, more recruits, we're gonna see uh, an expansion, and maybe they'll come to the playoffs. Well, their following is is as good as it gets. I mean, their average attendance, I think, is number one in the FCS by a long shot. Yeah, and and Southern put the Ivy League in the playoffs. I would love that. Who would not love to see? 
Harvard versus North Dakota State. I mean, that would be awesome. You well, see it in the NCAA tournament for basketball. Yale wins a game every year. Let me tell you this. I don't want to be playing a Harvard team, you know, lying, down the line, looking at them, and they're solving some equations and <laughs> knowing where we're going. Those are some smart people. I bet they are very disciplined. We have ourselves a, a Harvard transfer, Cody yep. Press, and what a smart guy he oh, is. Yeah. Great receiver. Yep. He, he's helping the Bearcats on our playoff run. Great guy. But, uh, yeah, Ivy League, a little too smart for me. I don't, know, I don't know if I want them as opponents. The last score of the game, or the, the day, the main event, the big matchup, the heavyweight bout, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, and, and a little surprise of the people. You were right. Yep. I, I went yep. with the, the hot hand, didn't uh, didn't win. South Dakota State beats North Dakota State 27-17. to 17. Oh, I haven't said in a while. Is this a good Jackrabbit win or a bad Bison loss? I, I'm going to be honest, and, and usually my answer is good and then bad, but I don't think it was a bad Bison loss. I think that South Coast State looked really good. I think that they looked like they could possibly be the most complete team in the FCS, and they were very deserving of this win. I mean, Pierre Strong, their their stud running back, you know, he had a day. Uh, and, and marching into the Fargo Dome is no easy task, as we all know, uh, but Props to the Jackrabbits. You know, we watched that game on the bus traveling back from San Antonio uh, after we beat Incarnate Word, and so that that was a good time. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're a Jackrabbit fan, you're feeling pretty good, and, and you've kind of been you've kind of been second fiddle for the last 10 years to, to North Coast State, and so, I, you know, it, it, it feels pretty good if you're a Jackrabbit fan. Yeah, and uh, in the playoffs, North Coast State, ooh, tough matchup first round. South yep. Coast State gets a good matchup for them. Uh, they win the big brick the border, the yeah, border marker. Yeah, it's a giant rock. Hey, cool trophy. That though. rock means a lot to them. Oh, They're yeah. taking it home, putting oh, it in a yeah. little display. Oh, yeah. But good for them. But enough of that. It's time, and we have a big pick em. We're picking Ooh. all the first-round games. Hump, this could change the pick em. Yeah. This could change the record. Absolutely. Now, we got to be careful. We don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to make some hot takes and then risk it. But, you know, we don't know yet. Starting off, and, of course, the first matchup is Monmouth. Sam Houston, not picking that. We're both going to go with our boys at Bearcats. Great matchup at Bowers. Make sure to watch 11 o'clock on Saturday, ESPN3. Yep, Look ESPN at us moving 3. up. I know. And uh, we've heard some rumblings with the uh, future matchups. Could be getting some more primetime games. That's, that's good for FCS. That's good for the how uh, getting our name out there, getting our brand. But uh, enough of that. We're still first round. First matchup officially is Davidson at Jacksonville State. Man. Number four seed, boy, against a good Davidson team, but yeah, uh, triple yeah. option Davidson. Maybe, maybe that'll give them some trouble. Um, I'll go ahead and make my pick here. I don't, I don't, I don't see a first round upset happening here. Davidson, they got in for the uh, the Pioneer League automatic qualifier. Usually that's San Diego, but Davidson was able to beat them this year, so they got the nod. Shout out Steph Curry, but. Uh, not going to be the Gamecocks this weekend. Um, you know, uh, do I think the Gamecocks are as good as they've been? Probably not. Uh, I don't think they're as good as their record. Uh, but they're talented. they got a solid defense. They've got a, uh, you know, they had a stud quarterback in the fall. He was injured, so they had to uh, go to their backup quarterback. He's played good at times. He's been He's been shaky at times, but... The Gamecocks will uh, be moving on to the quarterfinals this weekend. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, Jacksonville State. Davidson, happy to be there. They're, they're going to play their hearts out, but uh, you know they're not ranked number four and surprising everybody for a reason. Uh, they're good offense, strong defense. I think they're going to get it done, and they're going to have some good matchups later. Jacksonville State, Gamecocks, going with them. Next one, this is a big one for me. Oh, yeah. Part of the we – got, we got two Zoo members, not counting the Bearcats. <laughs> Salukis. In a, in a surprise, they beat Sela, make it in, but they're playing a tough team, Weber State. Now, we've kind of been we've, – we've ranked them high in our walk-on radio rankings, but Weber State's kind of one ugly. Now, winning's hard. We know that. But uh, not a lot of unranked wins that have been tough. And the Salukis, big upset against North Dakota State. Big win against Sela. They have the hot hand. They have a lot of, a lot of things ahead of them. Humph, are you sticking with the Salukis or are you going with Weber State? So, you know, surprised that Southern Illinois snuck into this playoff field. Uh, surprised that Weber State is not the number four seed. Uh, you know, undefeated Big Sky Conference champs. Maybe it hurt their credibility that Montana, Montana State didn't play. I don't know. Uh, you know, Weber State and Eastern Washington didn't have to play. Um, so I don't know. Haven't been super impressed with Weber State lately, but they're undefeated for a reason. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to take Weber State at home over the Salukis. But 
An upset would not surprise me here. Uh, you know, if there's going to be a first round upset, I think that this is a good candidate. Uh, the Saluki's defense is legit. Uh, you know, maybe North Coast State earlier in the year that was a that was a huge win. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe they give Weaver State a run for their money. But I will be taking the Wildcats. Humph, you know I have a I have a rule when it comes to making brackets. I do it in March Madness all the time. There's always an upset. It always happens, right? And the Salukis, the part of the zoo, I, I think I've always picked them. Every time they're in the pick them, I love my Salukis. Weaver State's offense is okay. Their defense is really good. Uh, Southern Illinois' offense is pretty good. Their defense is a little shabby. They they for, uh, Sela put forty eight points on them, but it's Sela. They got a quarterback. Yeah, they're in the uh, running. Yes. Hum, am I gonna do it? This this game could switch the pick them record. It, again, like I just like I just gave my spiel, this game would not surprise me if the Salukis walked out of walked out of Weaver with a win. This is a big hot hand moment. They got everything they want, everything on the line. Man, I'm doing it. I'm going the Salukis. I like the pick. I, I like love the, the Salukis. I, I think like uh and you know a lot of people put that North Dakota State game ahead and say and kind of give them more credit than maybe they deserve, but I still think they're a strong team. And like I said in other times, you know, we played Sela. I got to watch them in person. It's what they did to us. I see a good team. They were able to beat them. And Weber State has not won pretty with a lot of unranked teams. I'm going with the Salukis in the upset. There's got to be one. It has to happen, and it's going to be my boys. Make the zoo proud. They're it it took a lot of balls for them to schedule uh, a game with, with Southeastern Louisiana. I think both teams realized that they needed another win on their resume uh, to make the playoffs. And so props to Southern Illinois for that. You know, Southern Illinois was, was the team that kind of – you know, gave a lot of the Missouri Valley teams a lot of backlash that backed out. And so they've got a chip on their shoulder. And, and I'm sticking with my Weaver pick, but I'm telling you, Southern Illinois wins this game. I will not be surprised. Yeah, there's got to be one. And I think it's my Salukis in a, in a big win, Weaver State. That's going to crush Weaver State. But they'll bounce back. They still have a fall season to go. Have to see with all that. The next one, Sacred Heart at Delaware. Sacred Heart, really good running back. Great running Delaware, back. really good defense. Yep. We've been high on the fighting Casey Keelers. We love the Blue Hens. But uh, don't sleep on Sacred Heart. I, I picked them twice. Yep. They've got, I, they got I picked one. them twice. Yep. We had a big upset. Yep. Uh, Duquesne. Yep. So, Humph, who's your pick on this one? Sacred Heart, Julius Chestnut, one of the best players in FCS football. I've watched him a couple times. He runs like he's Derrick Henry. I'm talking certified doggy dog. And he's going to have success in this game. But it will not be enough for Sacred Heart. Delaware runs away with this one, advances to the quarterfinals, and Delaware is is a, I've seen a lot of a lot of dark horse picks for Delaware this this spring FCS playoffs. Uh but yeah, the Blue Hens, they're at home. They're going to win this one, but you know, fun season for Sacred Heart. Julius Chestnut's going to be an All-American. Uh but, you know, like I said, Blue Hens, they're going to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I'm going Delaware as well. Julius Chestnut transfer portal? Do we is he loyal to Sacred Heart, or do we'll you think he might bounce he's out of really here? He's really good. Uh, Delaware's defense is really good. Oh yeah, and, uh, really you good. know you can't. And we talked about this with Kennesaw. If you have a good running team and a good running back, you got to get ahead by passing. If, if Delaware's probably gonna get ahead of them by a few, their defense is gonna make a lot of stops. And uh, I don't think Sacred Heart will be able to catch up. Going with Delaware, they like you said, they could surprise a lot of people. There could be some really cool matchups later that Delaware, you know, maybe might shock the nation. Yep. They're kind of the same thing as Sam Houston where they have to prove themselves as a team that can make a deep run and beat the, the big dog, the big doggy dogs of the FCS. So I'm going with Delaware. Next matchup, we have Holy Cross at South Dakota State. South Dakota State, the number one team against the Holy Cross, the Patriot League champions. You know, we, we're kind of we're trying to be nice. We 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 are not biased, but it's number one versus a team that the Patriots League is not the strongest conference in the world. So, Hump, kind of know your pick, but uh, who are you taking? Well, you know, great year for Holy Cross. They make the playoffs, you know, pretty often. They win uh, They win the Patriot League. But uh, South Dakota State is the number one team in the country for a reason. You know, they're riding high. They just beat the champs, the Bison. Uh, and they're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose this game at home. Uh, they're, they have their eyes on the prize. Obviously, they're not going to look past Holy Cross. But they're looking past Holy Cross. Uh, they have bigger plans, so I'm definitely going the Jackrabbits here. Um, and it, it, you know, it's not going to be a close one. I'll be honest. But great year for Holy Cross. But the Jackrabbits are moving on to the quarterfinals. Going the same as well, uh, South Dakota State. I think they're going to pack the house. They got a big win against the Bison. They want to see their team win. They're the number one seed. People are saying they got an easy trip to the national championship. So a lot of people are going to be there. Holy Cross. It's going to be. It's going to be bad. But uh, you know, like you said, good for Holy Cross. South Dakota State. And a big one for them. Uh, and uh, a potential future matchup against Delaware down the line, yep. that's going to be a tough pick. Oh, yeah. But 
They got to get there. Both teams got to get there. You never know. You never know. South Dakota State, Jack Rabbits get the win. The next matchup we have is oh, my beloved Virginia Military Institute Cadets versus the James Madison Dukes. Now, Jungle Corpse, he's been talking about it. Our friend he's on pumped. Twitter. He's pumped. He's making the he's trip. Pumped. He's excited. But this is a tough Poor one. guy wanted to fly somewhere, and this is a 70-mile <laughs> trip. BMI <laughs> having this underdog season, doing really well against the favorites, the number one team. But, uh, Humph, you haven't been big on your James Madison, boys. Are you going to take the upset here, or are you sticking with the favorites? I'm going to start out by saying this, Dalton. What state are both these teams in? They're in Virginia. Mm. Okay, that's what they have in common. Well, probably... The entire, the entire livelihood of these VMI kids, their whole life, they were told they could not play at James Madison, okay? They weren't big enough. They weren't strong enough. They weren't fast enough, whatever. They all wanted to play at James Madison, but they couldn't, okay? They went to VMI, okay? A part of a not-so-winning program their whole lives. Their whole, VMI, this is their first playoff appearance in FCS history, okay? They have the ultimate – they have the ultimate – I'm trying to think of the word – they have something that JMU couldn't possibly have oh. in this weekend. JMU, they've been there, done that, okay? And they're probably looking past. They're looking past. They, it's just it's na- it's human nature, okay? They're playing little brother. They've been in the national championship multiple times in the last decade. They are looking past. VMI, they, they had the beauty of playing their Super Bowl every chance they get. I saw what their coach this week said, and I quote, win or lose, we will have fun this weekend. It will be a great experience. We get to sleep in a hotel. We get to have maid service. We're not in the barracks. The barracks. This is a military institute, brother. But I'm picking JMU. I'm picking JMU. I gave that whole spiel just to show my love for VMI. I hope they do it. I would love for them to do it. It would be the story of the century in FCS football. And I tell you what, if they had Reese Udinsky, the, the star quarterback for VMI, I might feel better about this one. Uh, but, you know, obviously things could happen. It's the playoffs. It's the spring season. Who knows what's really going on. I hope VMI wins, but I am going the Dukes at home. They will be advancing to the quarterfinals. Sorry, Man, Junk Old Corpse. That, that speech. That it was, was moving, wasn't that it? That was a lot. I thought about that in the last, like, 30 seconds. The barracks. I know. They, they, I know. They are enjoying the hotel stay. We we complain about the travel, about staying in the hotel, the I bad get, food. I, I'm, I'm annoyed that I have to sit on the bus for three hours Man. whenever we go somewhere. Now, normally, if, if, if it wasn't so close, I, you know what I would do. I love my key dads. They're part of the zoo. I love them. I think I pick them every time, no matter what. <laughs> But man, now James Madison, we we started a hashtag. We did not like James Stop Madison being number JMU one. <laughs> they, but they have proven themselves. The spiders, I, I put them in the zoo, and they and they you know took them out. And they beat them. But this is VMI. Oh yeah, a lot of juice. Oh yeah, they're oh they're gonna have the juice. They're playing every they're playing every game like it's their last. They, you know this never happens again for. What a story for VMI. We were making fun Incredible. of them. Incredible. We didn't. We we just kind of threw them in there like Virginia Military Institute. Who are they? Look Look at them now. Ugly uniforms, ugly oh, logo, ugly helmet, awful colors, but dang it, they are America's sweethearts. Oh, they are. They're my pride and joy. They started it all. Before the Salukis, there was VMI, but I'm going with the Dukes. I have to do it. I got to be safe here. I want, as a fan, I want the Kidets. I'm a Kidet for life, but as an analyst, as a podcaster, as a man who is close to losing the hump in this pick'em record, I've got to go JMU. They're going to advance. A lot of good matches for them. Will VMI make this run in the fall? <sighs> let me add, let me let me double. When we talk about transfer portal, are a lot of these VMI guys going to bounce out of here? Well, and Re- I know they're Reese, in a military Reese, institute. Reese Udinsky is his his deal was that he already announced that he's grad transferring, but he was going to play the spring season. What a good guy! What a good guy! What a, what a military. That's man. just a key dead heart. That's a military man right there. But. The Dukes are going to end their dream season. But if they don't, man, we got to have a party. A Kidet party. Oh, man. Put it on a team. We're going to make about a walk-on How about this? Kidet shirt. You and I will make a promise, okay? VMI pulls off the upset this weekend. We'll buy a VMI t-shirt. Oh. Deal? 100%. Deal? Shake on it? Yeah. Deal. All right. 100%. Done. I love my boys. Dunskies. And I, I'm going to make my zoo shirt with all my children. <laughs> VMI's going to be on the top. But the Dukes are going to get the win. James Madison, they're the powerhouse. They've proven themselves, despite what we've all said. 
So the Dukes will advance. The next matchup, this is a this is a really good Missouri Valley football conference matchup. We have Missouri State. It's versus, a, it's a matchup that we all wanted to see in the regular season that we here. were stripped of. Two really good seasons, North Dakota, Missouri State, North Dakota, North Dakota, we've talked about them. They've been really successful. But Missouri State, haven't really talked about them a lot. They've been really successful. Oh, yeah. This is a big matchup, a lot on the line for both teams. Hump, this is a tough one. Who are you taking? Well, I can tell you that the uh, the selection committee was, uh, they were thinking, oh, yeah, the people are getting this one, buddy. We're putting them together. So, you know, Missouri State kind of had the, the tough and rough fall season. Their record is actually 5-4 and four right now, but this spring – they're five and one. Okay, their one loss came from North Dakota State. They didn't play South Dakota State, and they didn't play North Dakota. All right, so a little tough there. They did beat. They did beat Southern Illinois, so that's a big win. But kind of, you know, who who's their identity? They hadn't played all the big dogs. Uh, they're finally getting a piece of North Dakota. North Dakota have not played a football game since their beatdown from North Dakota yeah. State. And that was a month ago. So, so that, that could, like, and like I said, with Monmouth and their three wins, could be an advantage, could be a disadvantage. I, I think that it's both. I think that, you know, you get your guys back healthy, but you hadn't played in a month. And, and so you're probably going to be a little rusty. Maybe if they can get the kinks out, if they can get the running back rolling, Otis Way, uh, he's, he's awesome. I mean, he's really been toting the rock all year. You know, I like the coach. Uh, I think his name is Schwagger, which is awesome. Oh, wow. What a name. Um, but, uh, you know, they're going to be in the Alaris Center. We've played in the Alaris Center. It's tough. That thing is rocking. Oh, yeah. It's rocking. Uh, this is a tough pick. I think this is going to be a great game. You know, the winner of this would move on to the quarterfinals uh, against a potential James Madison. Um, so, you know, both teams are excited, which, which, which Missouri Valley team can keep the dream season alive. It's going to be the Hawks. Oh, North Dakota is moving on to the quarterfinals. I think that they were the number one consensus team, uh, in the nation for the beginning of the year for a reason. And I think they're going to continue that success into the second round. Yeah, we were, uh, we were really high on North Dakota in the beginning of the season. Uh, had some big wins. Their defense looked really good. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. That's all they were doing. The defense was turning over the ball. Missouri State didn't have a lot of pickums with them, but we did show they were they were winning a lot of good games. I'm going with you as well, the Fighting Hawks. But I hope it's the beginning of the season, Hawks. If it's this if it's this North Dakota State team that we saw when they played, it didn't look very strong. But apparently there's some their quarterback issues with COVID. Yep. A couple other positions with COVID. Uh, that's right. They did they play North Dakota State without their quarterback? Yeah, they did. Ah man, that's tough. And I think that's tough. I think not playing the last game was a big loss. A lot of fire in their bellies. Yep. They finally get a chance to play. They're oh, yeah. all healthy. They're back. They got a chance to take a break. I'm going with the Hawks in a big one, and uh, if they end up playing James James Madison, that's another big pickup we gotta do. Oh yeah! As it gets closer, a lot of big matchups, but this right here, the main event of the first round, Eric Barrier, North Dakota State, North Dakota State. It's kind of hard to pick against them in the playoffs. Eight-time national championships, but Eastern Washington, man, what an offense they have! Potential Walter Payton Award winner, Humph. So this might be tougher than you think. Is, are you going to bet against North Dakota State? Are you going to go with the underdog? Are you going to stay with the powerhouse? You did it last week. You picked against them, and you were right. So, Hump, who's your pick in this main event? To say that North Dakota State is the Alabama of the FCS is an understatement, okay? Alabama has not won eight of the last nine national championships. North Dakota State has. You know, they've got their QBU. They're going to have three NFL quarterbacks, at the end of the draft when Trey Lance gets drafted. That's incredible. I mean, what a what a decade for North Dakota State. Uh, I mean, you know, they haven't had the season that they were hoping for, but they're obviously still very relevant. You know, a lot of people are still picking them to win the national title this year, and rightfully so. They have been there and done that time in and time out. They don't ever lose at home, Dalton. I mean, they literally never lose at home. They had a 39-game win streak before they lost to Southern Illinois. I can't imagine what their win streak was at home. But you know how I just said they, they don't lose at home? Uh-oh. Last week, what they do? Lost at home. They lost at home. Two-way rival. And Dalton Meyer, Uh-oh. you heard it here first, they're going to lose at home again. Oh. They're hosting wow. Eastern Washington in the Fargo Dome this weekend in the first round of the playoffs. And Eric Barrier, the future Walter Payton Award winner, is going to march into the Fargo Dome in North Dakota, and he's taking down the Bison. Wow. Eastern Washington, 
with their red field and and their passing attack and their mediocre defense <laughs> is going to beat the eight out of nine defending national champions in Eastern Washington, the Eagles, the fighting Cooper Cups, the fighting Vernon Adams, are moving on to the quarterfinals. Wow. You, That's steamy. You've bet against North Coast State twice. Now, you were right. And I, I'm one for one. This is a strong offense versus a strong defense, a disciplined Bison team at the Fargo and you just and, and, you know, not only are you playing against the Bison, but you're playing against the Bison – of the last decade. I yeah. mean, they just, they have that swagger that, that, that teams can't possibly have. And let's be real, you know, North Dakota, how, how strong are they with COVID-19 protocols? <laughs> it's going to be rocking. It's, it's going to be, be sold out. Oh yeah. And it's hard to play. Uh, I heard stories from Sam Houston's play, uh, state players of the past. They said they couldn't even hear their coach talking to them. They couldn't hear the play. They couldn't hear the snap of the, uh, the snap count. Because how loud it was. Mm. People are wild in mm. the Fargo Dome. Mm. It's a different breed when you're in the playoffs. But here's my situation. I picked North Dakota State last time, and they they let me down. And this is this is critical for me. I, I can't I can't lose. I can't lose to you. I've been beating you and pick them for like a year now. We've been we've been 37 episodes, and I've never been behind in a pick them. But I, I, do I trust this team again? Or do I go with the hot hand with the future Walter Payton Award winner Eric Berrier? You know, defense wins championships, offense scores points. Humph, I'm going to do it. This this might be big time. This is a big change in the pick'em record because I'm uh, going with the Bison. Uh-uh. So we've got two differences, and then we only picked seven games this week. Yeah. So we could go 1-1 one and one and there'd be no change, but my guess is is someone's about to go 2-0. and oh. I'm just, man, you can't bet against the Bison in playoffs at home in a historic building. And they just got off a big loss. Like they, they are a chip on, They got a big chip on big their shoulder. Big chip on their shoulder. Um, big matchup. And, and the future matchup after this, big time for both teams. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm going with the favorite here. You just can't bet against them. I hope they don't let me down. North Dakota State, the Bison, will win this game against Eastern Washington. But what a crazy first round. And w- w- it's crazy to think that the North Dakota State Bison might lose first round and be yep. out of it. And you said it, North Dakota State versus the field, we might see a brand-new national champion. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's definitely crazy. But we're in the playoffs, Humps. We're here. We're in the end game now. But I think we oh, ain't close. done yet. That's close. There we go. Look at me. Dr. Strange. Any last words before we finish this episode? Dalton, 16 teams got to wake up this morning and have football practice. And I know you and I are blessed to be one, part of one of those. That, that's pretty special. For, for our whole lives, we, we can definitely say, tell our kids, tell our grandkids, have the ring to prove it, uh, that we were a part of something special. And, and this weekend, you know, we're going to lay it all on the line. We're going to go to war with, with our teammates, with our brothers, the Bearcats. I hope we get the job done, but it's been a fun year, and uh, I think we ain't done yet, Dalton. I, I'm excited. What a, what, a, what a special opportunity. Very excited, and uh, hopefully we come back with big news next week. <laughs> Got the draft coming, and, of course, we have the results of the playoffs. How we did, how everybody else did. Got a cool little game with the GMs, but a lot of stuff to unravel, a lot of stuff to do. We ain't done yet. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.